Hello, is this Mr. Hernandez? Who's calling? Uh, yeah, this is Richard with the Iola Register. Uh, I had said I was going to said something about doing a telephone interview here this afternoon for uh, for the Iola Register. From the Iola Register, I'm Tim Stauffer. And I'm Richard Lucan. And this is Registered. In today's episode, we speak with Armando Hernandez of Chinook. He's challenging Representative Kent Thompson of La Harp for his seat in the Kansas House's 9th District, which includes Iola, Humboldt, and Chinook. The Republican primary is August 4, but you can cast your ballot now. Advanced voting has already begun. A retired chiropractor and currently employed as a computer service technician, Hernandez has a strong interest in economic development, healthcare, and bipartisanship. In his words, Republicans and Democrats can work together. We always have. Here's our conversation. Well, hey, just to kick things off, tell us about yourself. I, I don't know anything about you at all. Okay. Um, born and raised here in Chinook. Um, went to Chinook High School, class of 88. And uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see, I had kind of majority of my life in Chinook, uh, a little bit in Kansas City. Um, what do you do uh, now? Back to, I'm sorry, What do you do now? Uh, I've been, I'm a retired chiropractor, and then uh, lately I've been doing, uh, I got into rehab after chiropractic, and then, um, and then from there I became a uh, computer systems tech, and been doing that ever since. Awesome. Well, hey, what kind of motivated you to run? What what led to your interest in the ninth seat in the Kansas House? You know, I've always considered doing something uh, as far as politics. Seems like everywhere I go, uh, people we get talking, and kind of kind of ends up with we start talking about politics and things like that, and. Um, so it's something I always kind of considered, but now's a good time, such as a pandemic going on. Uh, it's, a, it's just a, a good time in my life to do it, so I thought I'd give it a try. Had you ever done any kind of elected politics before, or is this your initial foray into the political realm? Yeah, this will be my first, uh, my first attempt here. Do you like it? What do you What have you been hearing so far, or, or do you enjoy the experience of getting out? I mean, I, I know you probably can't knock on as many doors as you'd like, but um, what are you hearing so far? Yeah, yeah the pandemic has made it uh, very different. Uh, as many people as I would have liked to see face-to-face, it uh, became pretty obvious that I have to find them uh, other ways. And modern technology has certainly helped with that. Uh, I utilize uh, a lot of Facebook and, and other contacts and people that I've known just to find people and, and to get the word out. And uh, and I, I probably found a lot more people than I would have expected, um, you know, with an old traditional uh, traditional way of uh, getting hold of people. But it's been uh, it's been good, good response, and uh, that's probably about the best I could hope for is you know people being uh, given a positive word about about my attempt here. You know, you, you, you're facing Kent Thompson. He's an incumbent. And so, as the challenger, your message has to be one of change. So, what are you hearing from people 
with regards to change? And what do you as a candidate think you'd be able to do differently or, or better than, than uh, Representative Thompson? Uh, refreshing uh, olive branch of, of bipartisanship. What do you think, if you were to go to Topeka, some of your priorities, and if we could put the, the pandemic aside, just because there's so much we don't know, but outside of you know drastic budget cuts, um, what are some other things that you would really like Topeka to focus on, or you, you, energy you would bring around some key issues? You know, some of the ones that I'm hearing from people that I talk to is uh, education, uh, I'll see, see if take good care of our teachers, and, uh, and uh, of course, people are pretty hot about abortion, and uh, so uh, my main thing with that is, like, if we can't change the law anytime soon, then I'm still, uh, I'm still a big fan of uh, trying to save lives at least uh, do what we can for women who are who are in need of help and the other thing I like to see is uh, like 
like I said, with the pandemic, on just every subject. We we need to work together as far as Republicans and Democrats. Uh, it's too much, too much uh, fighting, especially with the with the way with this uh, with the taste of what we got from Washington. It's kind of it's trying to spill into us here in Kansas, but we we're, we're better than that. We know we are, and uh, we can we can work together. We we always have, and uh, so we can accomplish a lot more. Uh, working together on everything. Yeah. How would you describe your political philosophy? Are you, it sounds like you're more kind of a one seeking bipartisan, or are you, I know a lot of people seem to always talk about how they have to brandish their conservative credentials, if you will, or are you, do you consider yourself more dyed in the wool red Republican or more of a, more of one of the moderate wing, or how, how would you describe your politics? Well, I've been a Republican for 25 years, almost 30 years, and uh, and somewhere in there, that Republican Party turned into something else. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not really uh, the modern day Republican. Uh, I'm the old Republican, and so and you know what's, what's really funny about that is I know a lot of uh, in, in meeting people and talking to a lot of people that I've, um, I found that, oh, they're the same way. They're, they're, they've been, oh yeah, I'm still a Republican. And even though the party is uh, really kind of changed on us, uh, we're still Republican. So we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to give, give it a shot still. We're going to, you know, it's kind of like, maybe it's kind of like being on our family, you know, in our own family. We're, well, we had some rough times here, but, but we're going to stick with them because yeah, we, we think we can do better. And we think we can uh, work, uh, work with Democrats and everybody else. We'll be right back. Our children's program is in full swing this summer at Southeast Kansas Mental Health Center. If your child is struggling with their mental health and could use some skills to cope, please give us a call at 365-5717 to schedule an appointment today. As our referrals are coming in, we're also looking to add to our dynamic staff. To apply and view details, please visit our website at sekmhc.org. Mental Health Matters and Southeast Kansas Mental Health Center is here to help. What do you think makes you a, what would make you a good uh, uh, representative for the, for what, what are your strengths as a, as a representative? Uh, well, not only do I think that I, uh, have a good connection with the people here uh, as far as Chanute and Humboldt. I really look forward to uh, spending a lot of time in Iowa if I win and being able to uh, just really get uh, reconnect and, and, and uh, find new friends, meet new people, and then, and then be a real, um, uh, have a real connection with the people in, in the district. And then likewise, going to Topeka, meeting up with all the rest of the representatives. Uh, I look forward to talking to every one of them, and, and let's, let's, uh, let's talk about what we got to do. Uh, I want to, meaning with that is I want to learn. I want to learn what, what, uh, what needs to be done. <clears throat> hey, I think they, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Matt. I was going to ask, um, especially given your expense experience in, in the healthcare field, what your thoughts around Medicaid expansion are. That's a big issue, seems like, ever since Obamacare was passed. It's 
come up session after session, and um, we don't really fish or cut bait with it. So what, what, what are your kind of thoughts around Medicaid expansion in Kansas? I know that Oklahoma just passed it, um, and Missouri has it on the ballot as well this November. What, what do you think about it? You know, I can see how people uh, uh, want it to be expanded. Uh, and I personally know people who definitely benefit from it. And um, the also comes down to if, if we can afford it. Um, and so that's that's really some of the, the facts I would have to see. And uh, I think I'll expand on that even further. Like I, I think all, our healthcare system in general needs needs to be fixed. Uh, we. We've got a really weird system here, and uh, I've been watching it for 20, 25 years, and it's not getting any better. We need to really get better, um, whether it means break it down, something brand new, or better yet, keep it the way it is and offer something uh, something better uh, from the competitive side. Mm-hmm. But either way, when it comes to health care and uh, health insurance, we need to do better, that's for sure. Yeah, hey, so... You know, the state has, well, well, current estimates show there to be somewhere around a, a billion-dollar budget deficit in the coming years in the state of Kansas. That could result in potentially some really drastic cuts to the services that the government provides here in, in southeast Kansas and across the state. Um, if that were to happen, what would be some things that you would say, absolutely no, we cannot cut? Education, for example, um, or roads and highways, or, or you know, what are some things that are off limits for you? And then, what are some things where you could imagine? You know, what we've got to trim some fat here, um, just given the circumstances. Yeah, so, I'm not sure. I think I'd have to really uh, take a look at. Uh, I mean, it's not like in Kansas. I think I think we're. It appears that we're operating in a in a way that we spend our money uh, on projects that are important, and uh, and it seems like anything that does get cut is going to be is going to be uh, going to be a real shame to to have to put people out of work. So. I wouldn't say that there's a, a lot of stuff that is uh, that is that we're that we're just over overspending on and that we shouldn't. Uh, but I think that we'd have to, I'd just have to take a look and see uh, where that is. And it, it does look like that could be a reality of of uh, that's what we're facing. Of somebody's going to get cut for something, uh, and uh, that can be that can be an unpleasant part of that if, if it does come to that. Uh, but on the flip side, hopefully we'll be able to figure out a way for uh, more income. Um, and uh, I think this is going to be one of these things, uh, like so it comes back to this pandemic, it's like, yeah, we're, we're going to, uh, for Kansas, we, we couldn't have afforded this, this bad of a thing to happen, and it did happen, but now it puts us in a tough situation. So we really got to start thinking now of the future. What are we going to do so we can be better for the next pandemic? And there will be another one. So. Mm-hmm. 
has it been a challenge just getting your message out to get the folks? You talk about the, the pandemic, of course, and that's kind of affected everything. But you mentioned uh, you know some folks from Iola, uh, but has, has, it been, has that been a difficult chore just getting your name out in the public? I, 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 I'm not that well acclimated to the, the whole Topeka scene. I've talked to a few people who say, "Well, I know his name, but that's about it." Is it? Uh, what do you? How do you get your message out to the voters? Uh, a lot of it is the uh, old-fashioned way, you know. Uh, I, I see a lot of people. We keep our, our <clears throat> we do our social distancing and all that good stuff. I catch with a lot of people that way. Uh, a lot of the phone calls, um, <clears throat> uh, emails. Uh, and text messages and then the social media so uh they have to be unable to um, uh connect with a lot of people that way and uh yeah the the uh the people are like uh it's a you know it's a handful of people that i know uh i used to go there a lot to, to play volleyball back in uh, back in the 90s but uh hopefully a lot of people will remember me from that but, uh, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, a little tougher to, to connect with people nowadays. And then, and then the uh, the election cycle here for for the primary has has gone really fast. It's like I mean, what are we like two, three weeks away? Yeah, like two weeks away from it. Right. From the primary, it went really fast. So that's uh, as many people as I would I would like to catch up with. Uh, uh, I only got about two more weeks to catch up with. Uh, there are many people on my list here, and hopefully we'll be able to do that. Hey, when you look at Chanute and Humble and Iola and just the recent progress or, or lack thereof that the communities have made in your district that, that you hope to represent, um, what do you think are some of the lessons that, that we can gain from how to develop rural Kansas and what Southeast Kansas needs? You know, Humboldt's kind of going through... Well, Humboldt's going through what many would call a renaissance. Um, lots of businesses and investment. And Chanute has relatively new schools and a uh, huge horizon presence. And Iola for USD 257 just last year passed a school bond issue. And um, what do you think this part of the, the state needs to keep population and even to grow and, and to prosper? Yeah, I've always location as far as uh, uh, potential uh, I'm always surprised when I, mean, I can see like the uh, in my days in, in Kansas City and I drive back home and uh, go through Iowa and Humboldt and Chanute uh, I see growth and it's like oh okay look at that everything things are happening you know and they certainly happen uh, at a slower pace but uh, I think that uh we, it looks like we have some people who are really working on doing some good work on getting companies and businesses to consider coming here. And uh, I think I could see where one day we're a busy hub, you know, between Iowa and Chinook. It's all one big, uh, almost one big town being nice and busy. Uh, so uh, I think we have that potential. And, uh, and for, for me, uh, it's funny because Iola for me is kind of like just part of Chanute. In fact, Chanute North. I just have to 
drive a little bit for a little bit different opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I really can see it's really doing a lot of good here. Uh, maybe it'll be after we're gone, but uh, I think we're, we lay down that foundation for the younger generations uh, if we can accomplish that. Uh, I was just going to ask uh, about family. Are you married? Have kids? Or what's uh, what's your background that way? Hey, I'm not. Uh, never been married, and no kids. When you talk about kind of the opportunity here, how do we connect A to B? What do we do to kind of kick things up a notch? You know, um, I know I hear what you're saying about there being a lot of potential here, but um, what's needed to really put those plans into practice or take that optimism and change it into action? You know, it seems like uh, the leaders, like I, I know uh, the Shanice Development uh, organization here, they're, they're, they got good ideas. I think that's what all, all it takes is, you know, I don't know why in the past these ideas eluded us, but, uh, but now people have ideas. Hey, let's bring this company in, let's bring this company in. And, you know, it all came down to uh, somebody connecting this empty building we have of uh, where, uh, what, was, what were they called, uh, where they built the fifth wheel trailers. I actually worked there when I was a teenager. Uh, <clears throat> and now it's a rising. And so somebody connects to that to somebody who's looking for a big building to to uh, to make their, uh, uh, a, lo- a location here. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. We, we uh, maybe in the past we were not as connected with with, with, with the world, but now we are. Uh, we we can show them. Hey, we've got we've got land, we've got buildings, we've got everything you need for your company. Uh, you know, give us a shot. Between Schnoot and Iola, we can we we've got uh, just about everything you need. And then uh, I I really think that's all it was. People with ideas, because I talk to the people here who are in the development program, and that's that's what they do. They've got great ideas. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I think that's all it is now. Uh, and I think the younger people after us are going to uh, build on top of what we make uh, for our ideas now. So uh, I don't, I don't, I don't see any reason why we can't do it. And I think, I think that's why, that's why I like Pittsburgh. You know, they have growth, they always have growth, and they're always growing. Uh, well, somebody there is, is, is rolling with the ideas of bringing in this and that and the other. You know, it's, it's a, uh, a hot place to, for, for companies to go. But I think there, people are seeing, well, it's not exactly close for any of us. So, uh, you know, let's make our own good stuff here, too. So I think, I think we're changing our attitude. Yeah. You mentioned the idea of people like I, I assume like you talk with like Matt was it Godinas or from from the 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 economic development side or folks from Iola Industries or have you been in touch with folks like that or have you heard from them or what are you hearing from from folks like that? Yeah, uh, Matt Godinas is exactly who I was talking about. He uh, I, I grew up with him, hmm. and then uh, it's kind of neat that he got this, this position, and you know we we talk all the time about what's going on and what could happen. And, and I certainly like to uh, meet whoever is the equivalent in Iowa, talk about more ideas. You know, that's what it's all about. Um, uh, it's looking, uh, you know, I, I, like, I like his attitude. I like, I like what, what he's, what he's uh, bringing in. Like I said, I don't know why we, we didn't get there a long time ago, but 
here we are now. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I, if, if I'm able to be the representative, uh, I will certainly talk to Matt even more. We're going to really uh, 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 get more ideas and, and really, really lay down some good plans. And then uh, likewise for Iowa too. Uh, uh, I could see Iowa being. Uh, uh, I mean, it's slightly smaller than Chanute, but I, I can see them. We're basically almost the same same kind of town. Uh, I can see Iowa exploding uh, uh, even quicker. So, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I think we're on the right track with that. Well, hey, um, thank you so much, Mr. Hernandez. I, I, I really appreciate your time, and um, wish you best of luck in the campaign. Well, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for uh, contacting me. I look forward to, uh, uh, if, if I win, uh, I look forward to talking to you guys more down the road. Registered is produced by the Iola Register. For more episodes, subscribe to Registered wherever you get your podcast. Just search Registered or find us online at iolaregister.com slash registered. To support our work, please consider subscribing to the Register. You can find out more at iolaregister.com slash subscribe. And thank you.